everyone! Welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and the phenomenal Sharon Carpenter. Hello, hello, I'm Sharon Carpenter. Hi, Georgie! Hi. I'm Sharon Carpenter, uh, TV presenter and lemonade aficionado. Yay! It's the best description I've got right now. <laughs> Squeeze those lemons! <laughs> I make lemonade out of lemons. Sorry, go ahead, Georgie. <laughs> and I'm Georgie Porter, and I am back in the studio this week. Yay! And I, I look like an egg because the lighting for me is all wrong. But I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> you are. There's like, you've got a halo right now. Oh, well, more of an egghead. I've literally, <laughs> I'd never like from above. You know, Sharon, actually, I'm going to yeah. say this. This is so bad. Yeah. Not because restaurants are opening, but I will always move seats in a restaurant if the lighting is like this. Yeah, well, you know what? Restaurants, fast food restaurants always have the lighting from overhead, right? Yeah, the worst. Like the sexier restaurants usually have better lighting, but every once like in a, a while. Yeah, yeah. From, like a glow from the side. I will usually swap places twice in a restaurant. Really, just to make sure you've got that right, the right light hitting you is very yeah. important these days. Bad it is, yeah, <laughs> but it's just the way it is. <laughs> it's just the way it is and people are gonna have to, your date is gonna have to live with it. Who are, Well, your boyfriend's gonna have to live with it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. By the way, just uh, so you guys know, if you hear all sorts of banging and crashing going on, I do live in Brooklyn, New York, so that explains everything. <laughs> right. There's a lot going on because it's really hot here. The temperature's soaring. And as the temperature goes up, everything gets louder and louder and louder. And you know what? I'm not used to the loud noise. I've got extra sensory hearing right now oh, after not yeah. hearing anything for like a year. Aside from my now it's going hearing. off. It's going it off. Like it sounds like someone's tinkering with your pipes a little bit. Like <laughs> I wish they were. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's the summer of love. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. I, there's a lot going on in uh, in New York City. They There were a lot of people who were saying that New York is dead. New York is over. It's a ghost town now. Not as soon as the sun comes out. And as soon as it's and, and how hot is it? Because I know you're saying it's hot. Like, what? Explain to us freezing cold yeah, shivers. Yeah, I know. I'll make you a little jealous right now, right? Uh, so I don't know what it is in Celsius because I've been away for too long, but it's about 73 degrees here. <gasps> so let's do the calculations. And I'm assuming it's somewhere between, I, I'm going to guess it's around 25 degrees. 
Celsius or maybe a little less. So it's like a good temperature, but we're about to head to the 90s very soon as well. And that's <gasps> when it starts to get kind of stinky. You know, it's New York, right? Oh, There's lots of garbage and it's stinky New York. Yeah. You know, it smells a little bit. Um, and then your hair starts to frizz and all of those problems. But, you know, what I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take the heat. What about the people? So, like, in England right now? They start to stink too. No, just kidding. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we're allowed, we're allowed to hug um as of today uh we're allowed to hug and we're allowed to go and eat inside but we have to like give consent so if someone wants to hug you you go uh no not you or <laughs> yes you are you serious they've made that a rule that the, the yeah. hug e the hug because you're the hugger the huggy yeah. needs to give their consent ahead of time yeah. <laughs> yeah and also there's a special way to hug so you've got to turn your face away from each other not breathe in each other's face and have a safe hug oh wow i wish you had like a teddy bear or something there so you could demonstrate for me how that's supposed to work yeah (laughs) because that sounds really complicated i don't have to just shake your hand if it's gonna be if it's gonna be that that crazy i don't think i actually want to hug everyone i used to be such a hugger like i used to be like hi and to strain and people be like get off like why yeah And, and now i feel like actually do you really want to hug anyone as much? Yeah, yeah. But remember those days when people would give you a hug that lasts a little too long and then then there's like the little stroke of the back and it's like, okay, oh. this is this is uncomfortable. So maybe this consent thing is actually a a good a good place to be. Yeah, agree actually. Yeah. I know there's some people at work that just want to hug and I'm like, no. Yeah, well, now you have a good excuse. You have a good excuse. <laughs> you know, um, Georgia, I'm missing the UK. I I just realised I haven't been back for a year and a half now. It's almost <gasps> been a year and a half. It was last Christmas I was there. And yeah. I miss it. And I miss my family. And I miss mm-hmm. meeting you in person for the first time, even though it hasn't happened yet. And <laughs> I wonder what we'll do on that. Actually, I'll know. give you consent. You'll, You'll give me consent. Me. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take that. I'll take that hug. People can't even believe that we've never met in person before. By the way, isn't it crazy? We're it like is. pen pals, but the future pen pals. We are. We are digital pen pals of, yeah. of sorts. Um, but you know what? I also miss about the UK. I miss mm-hmm. the food. <gasps> Tell me what food. So you know, over here in America, we have a bad rap when it comes to food. Did you know that when yeah. we've got a bad you probably do because you lived in LA. So Americans yeah. think we have terrible food and they think we have terrible teeth as well, yeah. right? <laughs> so, <laughs> we do though. We well, do. I never used to think that, but their teeth are so perfect. Like they place a lot of emphasis on teeth, right? And your teeth being as white mm. as possible and really, really straight. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they're right. But I've been to areas of the States where there are like three teeth between five people. So, you know, not everyone can talk. Maybe in the big major cities, everyone's got these great white teeth. Yeah, I mean, we, we do like round my end. You, you'd struggle to get um, like three people with three teeth between them, really. So. <laughs> What's up with that? Are people not brushing or something? What's going on here? I would, I thought about this because like I used to brush my teeth as a kid yeah. a lot. And actually now they're whiter than ever before. I think it's because I don't, clean my teeth that much really you floss no i don't floss it hurts yeah yeah is that is that a bad thing it is yeah it's actually a really bad thing (laughs) they yeah i mean that's what the dentists have have told me anyway i actually use this might be kind of gross but you know some people use the regular string floss right 
I use this this thing that has like a double string. It's almost like a little hook kind of a thing. And then it has a double oh, string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gets out, this is gross guys, sorry, but it gets out all of that gunk that is between your teeth that you don't <sighs> even realize is there. So I recommend yeah. trying those by the way. And now we're gonna like soon, hopefully not wear masks. Uh, maybe I should yeah. start the teeth. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe you should, cause I'm seeing like a green funk. Like <laughs> coming from coming uh, coming of your microphone right now, like are you are you <laughs> prepping me for when I meet you? You're like, please come I'll, I'll bring some mints. I'll bring some mints. Who we were speaking to that like has told you this about me? Like, is this a is this a secret? I've never known. Like, you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only one who's told me. But no, I don't believe it anyway. I'm pretty sure you brush your teeth because they're very lovely and white. Do you whiten yeah. your teeth as well? I have done. Okay. And to be honest, it's the most painful thing I've ever witnessed it's in my life. It's the worst thing I've oh. ever done in my life. And I refuse to do it again. And my dentist... Don't do it again. I won't yeah. do it yeah. again. And he keeps saying to me, oh, your teeth are perfect now, but you know, you, you need to whiten them. Like you work on camera, oh. you need to whiten them. I'm like, okay, is it still as painful as it used to be? Oh, you know, maybe a little less painful. No, it's not, stop lying. I'm not getting my teeth whitened. And even if it's a little no. less painful, it's not even worth it. Like I was miserable when I got my teeth yeah. whitened, miserable. I felt like the yeah. nerves were just hanging out of my teeth, just yeah. like, right? And if you breathed, you breathed in like this, for a yes i had to sleep in my retainers for like a week or something while they whitened and i'd wake <gasps> up and i'd just find them in my hair like all this paste all oh my, my god face, and i'd be like what do i do in my sleep like, yeah. <laughs> why are we ravaged by my own teeth? like what have i been doing <laughs> i was i was gonna make a joke but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make it there i was gonna oh, say yeah. how do you know it was the paste like <laughs> <laughs> I just drank Evian at the wrong moment. <laughs> terrible, terrible joke. The well, first thing in the morning. Yeah, you do, by the sounds of things. Yes, you do. You've got paste of all sorts all over you. Like, <laughs> and bright white teeth. You know, I'm going to try the um, the white strips that are gradual. I think that's the only crest thing I can ones. handle, the crest white strips, exactly. Yeah. I've got to go slowly. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people use them over here. So I'm going to... I keep saying I'm going to do it and I never do, you know. It's just painful though. Just why would you want the pain? I know, I know. But, you know, I drink, I drink a lot of coffee. They're not as white as they need to be. Okay, so Georgie, should we get to news story number one? Let's, I'm excited. Let's do it. This one's interesting. So Prince Harry, everyone's talking about it. Uh, he says mm. that growing up royal was a mix of the Truman Show and being in a zoo. I'm sure the Queen loved that one. Uh, so Harry sat down for a tell-all interview on the American podcast Armchair Expert to discuss his mental health struggles. Okay, Prince Harry says in the interview that there are three moments when he felt he had no control over his own life. One, he says, when I was a kid in the back of the car with my mum being chased by paparazzi. Must have been really scary. I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, two, when he was in Afghanistan in an Apache helicopter. And then the third one, he says, was when I was with my wife. And those were the moments in my life where, yeah, feeling helpless hurts. It really hurts. Mm. And that's when you think to yourself, 
shit. Yes, he swears a bit in this interview. Uh, shit. Like I got the privilege. I got the platform. I've got the influence. And even I can't fix it. I can't change this, which I think is a really revealing statement from him right there. Uh, the Duke of Sussex also talked about how Meghan Markle helped him realize he needed therapy. Uh, she could tell I was hurting, he says. And talking about his youth, Harry told the host, I certainly didn't have the awareness when I was going wild in the moment. It's like, well, why not? I'm in my 20s. This is what I'm supposed to do, isn't it? And of course, we all remember Harry's wild days, the whole uh, Vegas <laughs> naked in the hot tub situation. Uh, oh. And he also, you know, as I mentioned, he likens his royal life in the interview uh, to being a mix of the Truman Show and being in a zoo. And I'm assuming here he's saying being in a zoo, like people are sort of watching your whole yeah. life. Everyone's a spectator yeah. versus the, uh, wild, the, the royal family act like wild animals. <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm oh, assuming right. <laughs> uh, Georgie you heard about this interview right of course so yes I heard about it I've not actually watched or heard the podcast yeah but like it, it, do you know what I feel for Prince Harry yeah. I adore him because I feel like he is just of our generation and I just love how funny he is and like when he does interviews <laughs> with his brother you know when they used to laugh and they used to give each other bants yeah. like he'd say you're balding and he'd say you're ginge it was just fun <laughs> the and good old days like, yeah like siblings can relate to like that kind of thing like yeah. they didn't have to be so far fetched as royals obviously they have this insane life that they've just been put into like nobody chooses chooses and he's decided he's born to into it. it yeah yeah and and so and I do I really applaud him for opening up about his mental health because this always needs to be done because men and women everyone needs to talk exactly because, and the stigma that because to a certain yeah. extent there's still a stigma and I always it. I always feel like as well when you do talk either to your friends or a group of people or I mean I've never had a therapist myself first, mm. so I can't relate or understand that but I always think when you say your deepest, darkest thoughts, sometimes other people have those deepest, darkest thoughts yeah. and it becomes a less of a of a thing and then you all open up about it and then yeah. you go, I've been holding this inside me for so long when really exactly. three people next to me have done it as well. So exactly. actually I don't feel so bad. And I think also with Megan saying, you know, you should have therapy and stuff. For me personally, hearing that, is a very American thing to hear. And really I think, interesting. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, because in England we have counselors and stuff like yeah. that, don't we? But I mean, it's not that often we talk about our therapists casually or. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you're told to go and see a therapist in England, speaking of who I'm, you know, hanging around with and what, mm. we, start, we sort of go, whoa, that's. Yeah, like, that's a high-end drama situation when yeah. really you'd have a, a pint down the road if you put like with your mates if maybe yeah. I don't know what do you think yeah no I, I think absolutely and I think that's why I love the fact that Harry is out here telling his story a lot of people mm. when you read the comments I've read a lot of the comments and people like just shut up I thought you wanted privacy mm. um why are you complaining you're from this privileged life and and he understands he was born into a, a privileged life but that doesn't mean that you don't have a mental health battle of your own yeah. right yeah. we've seen many people who have struggled who are rich who are famous 
some people who have even committed suicide who from the outside looking in it seems like they have absolutely everything uh and and they don't they're struggling inside so i think just hearing harry saying that he sees a therapist and it's really helped him he said in the interview it was like he plucked his head out of the sand and could really see what was going on and put things in perspective at that point and it made me realize, you know what, maybe I should even go see a therapist. Like it is in America, people do talk about it like it's it's quite a normal thing. But I think hearing Harry, yeah. who is a Brit, saying it, I know that there are things that I've gone through that maybe I haven't ever really discussed or mm-hmm. maybe I haven't really gotten over like the situation when my dad passed away and things like that. So mm-hmm. I think, and especially after going through this past year of quarantine, I think that yeah. it could probably do me good to sit down with someone and just, you know, see if it's helpful yeah. or not. But yeah, it, everyone's saying, why is Harry doing this? But He's doing this because he is a big proponent of, of mental health, as we discussed, and also because he yeah. has a new show coming out, a new docu-series, documentary series with Oprah yeah. that's coming out on Apple this Friday. So he knows that people want to hear some information about him and his life, but it's also his way to get the word out so people support this documentary and also yeah. help people you know, in the process feel more comfortable addressing their own mental health battles. Yeah. Do you know... As well, saying, like, um, he's, like, addressing it and talking about it, like you said. You know when he says, so, so when he was young and he was, like, he didn't have the awareness yeah. and he was going wild? I suppose as well, back then, we didn't have, like, cameras on our phones and stuff. So he's, like, already witnessed the partying and it, like, sort of being out there. Yeah. And sort of now as we're, as our age or, like, younger kids now, it can get out there as well, sort of uh, virally. You know, if someone does something funny in a pub or something, it'll go viral. Yeah. Well, you have to like, watch you everything that you do. Like we all yeah. do at this point, because you yeah. never know when the cameras are going to be rolling. You don't yeah. have to be royal to go viral. And you, yeah. And you don't know whether, you know, that meme, that person might be upset about it, might not be able to cope with that. Yeah. So actually, I feel like him talking about how he feels like he's been in a zoo or he's been like, you know, like a Truman Show situation yeah. where everyone's watched his every move. There's, I feel like there's more and more people now being, being watched. Yeah. Obviously not on his scale, but to understand and him to talk about it and what he copes with daily life, it could be helpful. I think to people now. Definitely, yeah. I, I think that you know a lot of the headlines that we saw around this interview—they're quite sensational. The whole Truman Show, it, he likened it to living in a zoo, etc. And so a lot of people think to themselves, "Oh, here goes Harry again, like divulging all these dirty details about the royal family." But if you actually listen to the podcast, that's not really what he's doing. His focus is really on mental health, and um, I actually found it. Difficult to listen to. I didn't get through the whole thing because half of it, at least, was the host telling his stories about what he's been through. And then Harry was sort of trying to kind of help him through and give him advice and give him tips. So I wanted to hear more about Harry. But, you know, granted, this host has a lot of followers, so that's fine for him to do that. But for me to sort of keep my interest, I wanted to hear more from Harry. Harry. Yeah. So he wasn't out there like spilling all the dirty details about his family. He's just speaking about his own experience. This was really interesting, right? One thing that he said, um, about his upbringing. He said, there's no blame, but certainly when it comes to parenting, if I have experienced some kind of pain or suffering because of the pain or suffering that perhaps my father or my parents had suffered, 
I'm going to make sure I break that cycle uh, so I don't pass it on. And of course, a lot of people took that as a jab at Prince Charles. Um, but really, he's speaking in general. But I, obviously, he has been through pain and suffering. And you could just watch The Crown yeah. and see what his parents went through and know that he witnessed some of that. Um, and, and you also really get a good idea of just what a profound impact the death of his mother had on him and the fact mm. that it was really the paparazzi that that caused it at the end of the day, yeah. right? Chasing her um, through that tunnel yeah. in Paris. And when he was a young boy, yeah, he saw his mom being chased all the time by paparazzi. Yeah. He said there wasn't a day that went by without a, a photographer sort of uh, popping out or ambushing her. And he was concerned. He, he thought to himself, even in his 20s, he said he wanted to leave the royal family because he thought to himself, this is going to happen again. How am I going to ever have my own family? ever be able to settle down ever be able to have kids because this is going to happen again so obviously this was a big fear of his and you know what? at the end of the day I applaud him for being brave enough to carve yeah. out his own path on the flip side of that I also applaud the rest of the royals for sort of sticking to duty because that's not easy either I think as well like it is good that he has got out of it then and we'll yeah. all just get over it soon like do you know what I mean? We don't like change at one minute and then in 10 minutes time we forget and there's something else that's happening. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and the thing is, you know, a lot of people, see, my point of view in, in terms of the royals is if they were all doing what Harry is doing, there probably wouldn't be a monarchy at this point, right? Um, and there are people out there who are like, oh, forget the monarchy, like it's antiquated anyway. But, you know, I love to pull out the numbers, Georgie. Uh, so I will just say 500, <laughs> the royal family contributed 595 million pounds via tourism, merchandise, and the arts in 2018, while costing the country 165 million pounds. So they made a lot of money for the country. So before, you know, those those the of statistics. us who, those of you who are, aren't into the royals, just remember they are bringing in a lot of money, especially now because there's so much interest in the royals worldwide as Wonderful. well. So yeah. There we go with statistics, Sharon. There that we go, statistics. Yeah, SS, <laughs> double S, that's me. Double S, agent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, right, moving on to this news, yeah. okay? This excites me. Oh, <laughs> me too. Me. Okay, J-Lo and Ben Affleck are back together, or so it seems. Mm. They've rekindled their relationship, and apparently it's been building since February. Well, We hear they have been in a very regular contact via email since early February, according to TMZ. Ooh, the tone of the emails wasn't just friendly on Ben's part, but more loving and longing for Jen. <laughs> I mean, come on, it was I've received pics of Jen in the Dominican Republic. He wrote to her to tell her how beautiful she looked. He's brave. <laughs> he was still engaged. Oh, even braver. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez at the same time. And the emails also referred to Oh no, reference J-Lo's love for Ben's writing. Oh, okay. And included a line about him being able to own her heart with his pen. Wow. I think his dick. <laughs> <laughs> They've been sitting in public together just two weeks after J-Lo's engagement broke off. And now this might explain. Wow, it's been building. <laughs> wow. Well, remember 
Wasn't Ben the one who, when she was seeing the dancer, like Ben didn't care mm-hmm. and like went after her on the red carpet, and, like gave her flowers when oh, she was seeing Chris Judd. Like oh. Ben does not care. Ben's like, like, I want that whole thing love. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no self, what's it called? Like, um, control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I applaud JLo for this. I applaud JLo for this. And do you know why? Because. Everyone's forgotten about A-Rod now at this point. She was in this yeah. relationship with A-Rod. He didn't treat her right. We, we come were to find out. We were obsessed. Then come to find out. He's like sliding in the DMs of some reality star. That's oh, highly embarrassing. Yeah. So yeah. J-Lo knows how to do it. She knows how to spin it. What better way to take the attention away from that than mm-hmm. going back to you know your ex who happens to be an A-list Hollywood oh, hunk who's still fine as ever. Month. Yeah. Um, and now everyone's forgotten that A-Rod even existed in the first place. No one's talking about his indiscretions, right? No. J-Lo was good at this because remember when she was with Drake, right? No one even remembers she was with Drake oh, because that. she went straight to A-Rod. <laughs> like we hear these rumors that Drake may be cheating and we weren't even sure yeah. if they were officially together anyway. But then um, he uh, he apparently hooked up with some video girl or Instagram model. Next minute, J-Lo's with A-Rod. No one's talking about J-Lo and Drake anymore with an engagement ring like she doesn't even mess about she does not and she gets the ring she gets the ring every time and in fact I don't think Ben I don't think she ever even gave the original ring back that Ben gave her because remember they were engaged initially (laughs) so you know if they do get engaged at least he doesn't have to worry about the cost of the ring because no, we need to, to give her another one. Even if she room. still has that one in her stash somewhere. Yeah, she's got another <laughs> finger to match. That will just be lovely. Can he trade in that one at least to get the cash <sighs> to buy her a new one or no? Like he's, he's no, got to pay up for another. <laughs> no, it's her. Exactly. She does what she wishes. Yeah. But do you know what I see this as? Is like, she's gone oh my god like this this guy is like ruined my life i need to get back my ex or like literally yeah. ben is just can't even hide his emotions she might have just like sent a text or like you know if you put like a picture of yourself on instagram like wearing one of his items of clothing or something yeah I mean, like she's... a little subtle message like i'm mm. thinking of you <laughs> yeah and he's gone in and gone oh she's ready yeah. she's open and willing and i'm going in and that's what being lost it's funny that you say that because here's another another clue that they've been in close contact for some time right um mm-hmm. this is what i was reading in style magazine uh had a recent j-lo cover story and it included a quote from ben gushing about his ex-fiance <laughs> saying in part she has great talent uh but oh. she has also worked very hard for her success and i'm so happy it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote talent <laughs> and I'm so happy for her she at long last exactly <laughs> you have to try and like, what guys speak for that's guys yeah. speak for what yeah he's like oh she had the best vagina I've ever known and I miss it and I just think about her and I just need to tell her I'm gonna write about it and then she's like oh he's yeah oh i miss no. your pen, pen <laughs> my heart. no one does what 
Why is she messing? Who even got hold of these emails though? Where are the receipts on these emails? Like, how do you know the specifics that that's exactly what she said about his pen game? Like, come on. I love that we know it, but how do we know it? I know, I know. The funny thing about that InStyle story as well is Mm. A-Rod was not quoted as her then fiance. Like, no one cared what he had to say. They just wanted pen. They just wanted Ben's input. He's gone as... Also, I'd like to talk about while we're on Ben Affleck. What about his tattoo on his back? Oh yeah, that's gotta go. Have you seen that? The Have big bird. The f- is it a phoenix or something? It's a phoenix ri- rising from his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Where is it what? heading to? Like, like where what? is it even <laughs> going? Just it's anywhere, huge. but but where it came from, I guess. It's, it's the most ridiculous, horrendous thing I've ever seen in my life, and that would put me off, Ben Affleck. It does. No, it did put me off, and at first I thought this can't be real. Like this, he's just yeah. he's just trolling us right now. But no, it, it's it's a real thing. <sighs> I remember Ben Affleck went viral like a couple of weeks ago as well for a video that video that he sent to a girl who he matched with on Raya, yeah. the dating site, mm-hmm. which I yeah. thought was actually kind of cool because she didn't believe yeah. it was him, and then he tracked her down on Instagram and was like, "Hey." It's me. I'm the real Ben. Like that kind I'm of trying thing. Trying to get dates on Raya. Oh my god! Yeah. He's gone into J Lo's Raya, and he's gone. Oh, pick me. <laughs> well, I wonder. That. I wonder if she was. See, I I think that male celebs probably have an easier time getting on a dating site like like Raya. Really? I think it's Raya, right? Americans say uh, Raya, Raya, but I used to call it Raya all the time, and they always yeah. told me, you know, I've been told many times like, that's the wrong oh, way of saying it. Raya. But I think it's Raya. So I think that male celebrities are probably more open to getting on these dating sites. What do you think, Georgie? Open? Yeah, yeah he's sending videos being yeah. like desperate, and it's like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> open slash <Get> desperate. <laughs> yeah, it's the most desperate thing I've ever seen in my life, and then just telling everyone about J-Lo's Tiddly, like what are you doing? And her, and her boobs, the talent, the boobs. <laughs> well, what about Matthew Perry? Did you see the whole thing with Matthew Perry, who matched at fifty years old? He matched with a girl who was nineteen, and then wanted to FaceTime her, and it was kind of mean because she did set her settings to meet older guys. Now right? that's what I did. I did. I was paying a monthly fee, so I was going to open my range to twenty to seventy. Like, <laughs> no, what is it's that like, really? What your range was? Yeah, and worldwide global. That's what yeah. I did. I Anything goes, in other words. Yeah. If, if you're just... legally on the site, you're legally in, in with me. Yeah. Why do you get any FaceTime videos proving them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on there for a little while as well, but then I, I got off at a certain point. And the funny thing is, like, I was talking to this girl about Ryan. She was like, yeah, there's nobody on there, but photographers, like, everyone is a photographer. And that's true. Like, yeah. it got to a certain point where, like, literally everyone's a photographer for some strange reason not that there's anything wrong with being a photographer I love photographers and you can take great Instagram pics uh, as boyfriends but I should have been one I'd have got on quicker yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I um Maya was actually kind of fun it used used to be fun it was really good when I first got on there I was like oh this is cool I met some cool people but anyway um wishing the best for these two we'll see if they come out and make it Instagram official they went on their little (laughs) vacation and to Montana I personally don't think it's something that will last although I would love it to but I just don't see it happening unfortunately I hope our 90s revive itself yeah at least for a little while I'd break I'd break everyone Is there adverts in this break? Oh, you sound so. really excited about the ad break. <laughs> 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 like this is your favorite part or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> See you in a sec, guys. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen. Listen, bitch. Oh, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Uh, I will. I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing. I was doing some weird dance moves. Yeah, nothing then. Yeah. <laughs> Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We've still got our third news story of the week to come, and it is a really sweet story involving our girl Taylor Swift. But uh, first, let's get into our listener letters of the week, shall we? Yes, let's do it. So this is our first one. This one is from Molly. Uh, She says, my friend has had all of her vaccinations, but is still too scared to meet up in the garden or in a public place. How can I build up her confidence to get her back into the world? Yeah, I think we're going to be hearing a lot about this kind of thing now that things are opening up. Yeah, and people are a bit scared. Can I just say, Sharon, I've had my vaccination. You have? Well done, Georgie. Did you have, which one did you have? The Pfizer. Okay. So you did the first shot or you've done both so far? Uh, So this is my first one because there was some left over at my local recreation centre. Okay. So I thought I'd take myself down there, get myself done. Yeah. And actually, I'm a really big fan of needles. (laughs) 
know the what? What are you talking about? How? Like Why? I love, I love a needle in the face, like <gasps> as in <laughs> Really? It's, like, are you? Yeah. Do you? Are you? A, what is it? Spaders? Masochist? Are you well a masochist? Wait, which one Mark, are you? Max Jacobs said next to me, like, no, what are you doing? Like, this isn't okay. But so when the doctor came and my boyfriend was with me, sat with me, and yeah. he was like, the doctor was like, okay, just turn away free needle. I went, why? I want to see it going in. And oh, gosh. Like, That's weird. So pleasure, pain is pleasure to you. <laughs> yeah. In other well, words. Like, yeah, and then he turned to my boyfriend and he went, she's a psycho you need to leave her like, did he she, really she watched, he went she watched it go in and i was like yeah oh my what? god no <laughs> oh my god no i can't i can't i don't want to watch and especially if it's a blood test and the blood is like going through the tube oh. now i will probably pass out i'm not a big yeah. needle person no. i kind of don't mind you know after going through the egg freezing thing that we talked about before yeah. i had so many needles and things and i had to inject mm. myself as well so and i had to watch it go in right when you're injecting yourself so yeah. i don't mind you can't close your eyes yeah you can't <laughs> they're just gonna <laughs> end up like you're gonna stab yourself goodness knows where <laughs> you the JJ when it was supposed to go into your stomach I've got like, a new piercing <laughs> it's in my cheek yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so I kind of got used to it so I don't mind I haven't had my vaccination yet but I'm going You've to not. I'm hoping to this week yeah well my thing is because I, I know you had COVID as well but um I know mm -hmm. a lot of people who've had COVID already when they've had that first shot they've had to take a couple of days off uh, yeah. because they've sort of felt, felt the effects after the first oh, shot. So um, mm -hmm. I'm just making sure I've got some time off, whether it's a day, whether it's two days, where I don't have to sort of be out there performing or whatever. Um, yeah. But I'm hoping this week I'm going to get that first shot so at least. But yeah, I think that everyone, this is your own personal time. Everyone has to handle this yeah. in their own way and go at their own pace. And there is no right and there is no wrong. So mm. over here, the CDC, Center for Disease Control, they've now said that if you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask outside or indoors. <gasps> Even if you're wow. you know, around a lot of people, they say if you're on a plane and some other situations like that, you should still wear a mask. But other than that, you don't have to wear a mask if you're comfortable. Wow. Um, so, but I actually tweeted about it and I said, how do you guys feel about this? Are you ready to jump back out there maskless? And a lot of people were saying that they're not yet. They still really? want to wear their masks. They're not quite comfortable. Other people were like, yeah, I'm ready and raring to go or mask. Mm. What mask? I wasn't wearing one anyway, which is a little irresponsible. Yeah. Come on now. But <gasps> um, at least you're vaccinated. So that's good. So um, I think that what uh, Molly can do is just to maybe suggest to her friend that just come out in a mask and what people yeah. should not be doing is making fun of anyone who is still yeah, nervous yeah. or cautious or anything like that because again you everyone's got to go at their own pace so maybe yeah. she can wear a mask maybe you go over to her house and hang out with her if she doesn't want to come out just so she gets used to sort of social interactions again because it might not even be she's scared of getting covid uh, it might be that she's got social anxiety now. Yeah, and it is quite scary, you know, because like when I've, I've been traveling to London only recently for work and stuff. Yeah, and when like when I've gone to London, it's it is different, and it I'd say it's not as busy. You can definitely tell yeah. like your busy places and stuff, and also some people do wear a mask in the street and some people don't. So yeah. you actually do think, oh, you've got to be respectful to people totally. doing these things, and just because you've had your vaccination, you know, you nobody else will know that they don't know that that's exactly. The so, and like I don't. I, but also, I 
like today I am so excited that things are opening up where we can eat inside like so is it official now when was the official day yeah yeah this is Monday the 17th this is Monday Um, coming out on Tuesday the show yeah so so this will be the yesterday yeah yeah so and I mean I could not get a hotel um a restaurant reservation anywhere uh, like everyone's I was, out everyone's around it's yeah. full up so actually it's good that the actual places are full up yeah i even tried the hello i'm georgia porter anyway yeah. we have no idea who you are i went it's okay that's um, fine you uh, have to try come on you got many people go. <laughs> not true not true at all Milli- no, it didn't it didn't work so i screwed so uh we're, we're eating by the bins in um <laughs> it happens sometimes it, happens. it goes like that sometimes yeah <laughs> but yeah so for molly's friend i think just like you said take it easy don't force her it's not fair but it will eventually happen won't it yeah it will be there to support her and and maybe you can either sort of gather some articles together from trusted sources right like from Mm. government sites or from the bbc or um some of the scientists who've been really involved i gather some articles and help her do some research on what it is that she is concerned about i I think just being there as a friend is going to be the most important thing because a good percentage of people are feeling anxiety right now about getting back to the world so, next one. We've got a list of letter number two. Yeah. From Anonymous. I wish you'd say her name, Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend has been with her boyfriend of three years. But recently, mm-hmm. his attitude and his behavior has changed. He's oh. controlling and he always acts as if she's doing something wrong. Ooh, Not cool. She has total tunnel vision with him and can't see the signs whereas every time he comes out everyone thinks the same as me mm. <laughs> she sounds like she's missing her friend <laughs> she can do so much better should i tell her how we all feel i don't want to upset her feelings as she's totally smitten by him Ooh. <sighs> this is interesting it's never a good thing when you see somebody change right especially when your friends mm. see it. if he's doing this in front of her friends Um, I I think you have to imagine what could be happening when it's just the two of them together. (gasps) When somebody becomes really critical uh, and controlling, that can also be a sign that they might be cheating as well, right? It could potentially be cheating because... Oftentimes people who are cheating, they become critical of their partner because then it makes them feel better about what they're doing, right? Well, you're a bad person anyway, so it's all right that I lied to you about this. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they become controlling and possessive because they think you're out there, they're doing the same thing. Um, Potentially, maybe it's not that, maybe he's just showing his true colors right now and he's feeling comfortable being that way. Um, And there may be some verbal abuse going on here. I think that this is something that you need to talk to your friend about. But do it in the right way. When you say, you know, should I tell her how we all feel? I don't think you should tell her how you all feel. I think, one, if you should do it, it sounds like you should be that person. Um, Spend some quality time with your friend. Make sure it's some alone time with just her. And just, you know, bring it up Mm. to her and say, listen, you know, I love you. I've noticed some changes in your boyfriend. He seems to be very nitpicky. Are you okay? Like, I'm here. Let me know if you're going through anything. I want to make sure you're good. I also think as well, like from past friends, when they when that's happened, they don't see it and they won't change their mind because mm. they're only seeing all the love or the excitement that they're feeling from this relationship with 
their partner yeah so no matter what you actually say even if you do say it they still won't change their mind and they won't listen because yeah until they until the penny drops one day and they see it themselves that's the only way it can happen yeah and then afterwards you go you get your list out and you go well actually yes on april the 4th he'd said this and yeah. he said that and that's when you come out with the you like your examples of then her feeling like oh yeah you're right that did happen and i am yeah. right now because at the minute, there's not, there's not, she can't see it. So she, she's not going to be any sort of proof of it happening. Yeah. But then yeah. eventually when you go, yeah, when he did say that to you, yeah, that was bad when she kind of admits it because otherwise it's not going to be, it's going to be falling on deaf ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she might turn against you. Like, why are you saying these things about, mm. or, or make excuses? Yeah. I, I think that, to be honest, I think she probably does see it. I think she probably does see it. And I think that she's in denial. So, yeah, right, because she's totally also, smitten with him. Yeah. Do you know what's also, because I remember my friend like this as well, and I'm so glad they broke up. Yeah. Um, It was um as well because their choice of choosing this particular partner. Yeah. And also you kind of like demeaning their, like, you know, their choices of who they've picked. And so when you're like, oh, he's not great, he's not this. It's like, well, I've chose to be with him. So you're making it my choices tough. seem... Yeah. yeah you you mm. do have to phrase it the right way so definitely don't go in there with the oh you can do way better than him yeah <laughs> that's not gonna yeah. go that's not gonna go too well <laughs> now yeah. if she does tell you that there are real issues here and that she wants to get out of the relationship or she's thinking about getting out of the relationship that's when you can chime in with the you can do much better but uh but but yeah it's tough i think you're gonna have to sort of take it step by step and feel things out and really get her to a place where she feels comfortable opening up to you and that's why I think you shouldn't get the whole gang involved because then she's going to feel like you guys are ganging up on her or maybe you think that she's being foolish being with this guy but the thing is if he's embarrassing her in front of the the group of friends and criticizing her and acting like she's doing everything wrong I I would think she's probably having a word with him after the fact that we might not know about sort of checking him I at least hope she is Uh, but if not she needs you guys to, she needs your support and you need to be there for her so it's great yeah. that you you care enough to even bring this up and, and write to us about this yeah yeah but he doesn't sound like a nice guy and you know th- there could also be another reason for it right which is maybe he's not happy in the relationship because she did something maybe she cheated on him or did something that really upset him and yeah. now he's being everything she does is wrong in his eyes because she hurt him and I, I think you're not going to know that until you initiate that conversation and yeah. then maybe she'll feel comfortable uh addressing what's yeah. really going on so there you go there you go molly all right so uh we have another news segment don't we so Taylor Swift, uh, she has sent a sweet and personal letter to singer Olivia Rodrigo. So Olivia Rodrigo, of course, is the star behind Driver's License, which became the longest running number one debut single in the UK in 15 years. And she's only 18 years old, by the way, and it's her debut single. Like, and you know what's really crazy? I've only heard the song like one time. That's what's really crazy. As oh, big as the song was, it. I've only yeah. heard it one time because I'm never yeah. out and I'm not around. I'm just not around anything, really. I think this has been played on the radio that I've been listening to like 14 times a day. And uh-huh. I think that's why maybe, and we're in lockdown, so we couldn't literally go anywhere from our radios. I got like it, got it. That's why I've heard it. So you never 
listen to radio anymore. I always listen to, um, you know, Spotify or, yeah. you know, I'm playing stuff on demand when I want to hear it. So that's mm. that's part of the reason. But anyway, so here's what's interesting. So uh, Olivia revealed that Taylor Swift sent her a handwritten note. Uh, while oh. not divulging much, she did say that Taylor told her that you make your own luck in the world and that when you do kind things to others, good things come your way which sounds very motherly doesn't it maybe taylor's pregnant or something <laughs> like, she, she's like, like that <laughs> she's doing like this motherly advice does she have a cat she's got that english boyfriend hasn't she who she's been with she for a long a, time yeah she carries a cat around in a space bag i've seen <laughs> oh does she uh, a girl loves yeah. my own heart right there <laughs> <laughs> i do you know do you have you ever had like um a nice thing like this been said from like another star or people from like your work that's like yeah giving you nice... I I have and I feel like like it does have a, a big impact on me I always I love to hear it and even mm. even after I do an interview with somebody right like with my let's go live show the Instagram live show and some of the celebrities have said to me afterwards like that was my favorite interview ever like I really loved it like I didn't even want to get off and wow. um and that means so much to me. So, but yeah, especially coming from somebody who, like Taylor Swift, who is hugely successful and has sort of been there, done that kind of thing. And she's looking at someone young, younger who's coming up in the industry. She's a Disney star, Olivia is. Um, but to have that kind of success with your debut single, I think that it says a lot about Taylor Swift. One, that she is really confident in what she's achieved herself. She doesn't see the younger um singers competition yeah. right where you, yeah, you do definitely. see a lot of that yeah. unfortunately yeah. and the other thing is she's being smart because you have to stay in touch with younger oh, artists coming up smart. and uh, <laughs> collaborations and things like that at the end of the day that's how you stay relevant I mean Taylor's yeah. still young but Madonna for example I uh, remember the whole Britney Spears kiss and Christina Aguilera oh, yeah. kiss and she's clever. she's always been like the best at oh so she didn't handwrite them a note she just tickled their tongue <laughs> it, it wasn't quite as <laughs> sweet as the the wholesome yeah. handwritten you know note what? i i think as well so like i've met um you know celebrities along my way and stuff like that and i've had bad run-ins with people where i've just thought oh they're just ignoring me for no reason and i don't know what i've done and then i've met amazing people and for one, I remember Helen Flanagan, she was Coronation Street star, soap oh. star, and she is the loveliest. And she was like, oh, I'll put you in touch with this person and this person and this, because she was like, oh. there's enough room for everybody in our work. That's and very sweet. That is one of the things I remember say, like hearing. And now I, it's not that I've never passed that on before, but now I will go out of my way to do that to other people because... I know the feeling it, it felt of like a nice surprise for somebody yeah. to do that. And then for you to pass that on to somebody else, it doesn't hurt to just help people in life with jobs. No, it, it doesn't. And, it makes a big difference. Yeah. And like she said, there is enough jobs for everyone everywhere. And what like what's wrong with having so many people doing the same? Like there's not- There's enough you know, supply not... to go around. Like yeah. people, you shouldn't look at everyone as competition. You just mm. reminded me actually of when I first got into the news business and I was an associate producer for this local news show. And I remember my boss told this reporter who was on air, 
uh, he was like, oh, Sharon's going to come out with you so she can see you in action and learn some of the stuff that's going on. And she just like rolled her eyes and she ended up leaving without me and going on the story without me. And she never gave me the time of day. And there were other reporters that I came across along the way that did not just they didn't want anything to do with me. Um, and meanwhile, there was one particular one who she absolutely loved me. She took me under her wing. She showed me the ropes. She taught me a lot. And we're still friends to this day. Um, so I, I think that it's our responsibility as women when you get to a certain level of success. And even if you are even along the way, we need to reach back. We need to support other women, um, other youngsters who are coming up. And uh, do what we can for others. It's about giving back mm. at the end of the day. It's not just about me, 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 me. Yeah. Because also, like, those people might want to hire you one day and stuff. And so Yeah, you never know where they're going to end up. Yeah, yeah. So what's interesting as well, Olivia said that um, Taylor Swift is absolutely the kindest individual in the world, right? And I started thinking to myself, she does seem really kind and sweet, and I love her. Um, but Kim Kanye, Katy Perry... And Carly Kloss, like everybody beginning with K would beg to yeah. differ. Like these are all the people who don't get along with oh. Taylor Swift. They all begin with the letter K. Like what is up with that? Have you noticed that? I mean, Taylor Swift for me, I love her. She can't dance. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> if I could be a dancer and she could be my singer, I think we'd really go far. You guys would be perfect. <laughs> Picking myself up there. I'm going to write her a note. I'm going to say, Taylor, babes. Please, can I just dance for you and you sing for me? Yeah, I, I, I would love to see it. I, I would live to see that, Georgie. I, I met Taylor one time. It was literally for three seconds as she was going down the carpet. And I asked her a question and she, as she was like running by, because she wasn't doing any interviews, she did try to answer as best she could. I was like, well, that's sweet. Because a lot of stars, you know, especially at that level, if they're not doing interviews, yeah. they'll completely ignore you. Uh, but she did yeah. give me a little something to work with. So I appreciated that. And then, of course, she's always, always been about girl power, empowerment, the girl squad uh, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I, I like that story. So I think that's it, isn't it? That is it. That is all we've got time for today. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter all the way in New York with a really loud racket around her. <laughs> noisy, noisy men. And Bloody noisy over here. Noisy people's noisy New Yorkers. Uh, <laughs> and me, Georgie Porter. We've got a bonus episode on Friday, which is extra lippy. Yes, we do. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday next week, uh, of course. Uh, subscribe or follow, rate and review. We want to hear from you. Loose lips at createproductions.com. So whatever dilemma you are facing right now, write to us. We will do our best to solve it, okay? Um, and you can also hit us on social media at the Missy Porter, at Sharon Carpenter. See you soon. See you Friday. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or 
anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.